think this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a planet farmer? <laughs> This is live at five. Live at five. Live at five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tough guy. There we go. Tip, 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 tip. We got more. We got more reading glasses floating around here. I feel like Charlie Weaver's on the set or something. Anyway, welcome to the uh, Live at Five Show Tuesday edition. Uh, we have someone that wants to be uh, New York State Governor calling in in about a couple of minutes here. Uh, unlike uh, you know how they treated his father on on the uh, what's the name of that show, The Masked Singer, uh, no one here at AM twelve forty is going to walk out. I still can't believe that happened. I won't bring that up, of course, but uh, just disgusting. And by the way, the guy, the guy from the the Hangover, one of the judges there, Asian judge there, I think he's a doctor. He's on those uh, uh, irritable eyes uh, commercials, you know, you know, with the with the the devil says, oh, I'm sure that would just go right by me. He's sitting there. He looks like a big DJ or like an air traffic controller. <laughs> he looks like, looks like one of the heat misers from one of the cartoons <laughs> from Christmas, the year without a Senate. Never mind. I'm getting out of hand here. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, the, the guy that's on all, the comp- all those types of shows, particularly, my, my entire computer went black. I have no idea how to reverse that. I'm not an IT guy. It's so annoying to be me sometimes. I mean, right now I'm looking at whether or not the Facebook is working. It's choppy. I'm in like 16 different pieces. It's all pixelated. I don't know why. But anyway, it's, and it's recording uh, audio-wise. But anyway, that's me. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Let's see if, some, if the phones work. Hi, you're on the air. It's Jason Train who's going to change the world. Jason, you can't be lo- too long-winded today. And I know you're going to say okay, and yet you still go long-winded. So please note that today. I got Andrew calling in a little bit. Sorry, I can't breathe. No, I'm not going to be long-winded, but I have a question for you, Glenn. What do you think about last night and the... Um, the fighting between uh, the mayor and uh, only. You know, I, only. I actually, I'm so enamored with, with everything else going on in the world that I forgot that we had city politics going on right now. So I really couldn't tell you. I, 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 I know they're fighting. But I do know this from listening to the news, local news today, that they're going back and forth and, and only is accusing the mayor of Watertown of, uh, you know, uh, reducing the cops or being anti-cop, if you will. Oh, no, he wants to defund the police. So I hear that argument, and I just don't quite get it, um, uh, Jason Trainer. Well, well, I, I don't want to hear Glenn because they're they're going to take that eleven million dollars, add twenty four positions, and while inflation is hyperinflation, we have high gas prices, and my concern about is that Glenn or uh, Cliff only wanted to give himself and the rest of the council members. Yeah. A thirty-eight percent pay rate. They backed off that though. Office for six months. Yeah, no, I think they backed off that. That I do know. They're not doing that. So that's. Uh, but yeah. my my question to you, sir, that 
let's say gas prices go up five or six dollars, and I pass this it will. concern on to the uh, local uh, nutcase that we have here. Um, who? who are you re- wait, wait, wait. Who are you? Wh- local nutcase? Who are you referring to? Uh, the city council members, because they don't listen to you, they don't hear your concerns. They they do their own agenda. You know how politics and the. But are you putting down the entire city council now, or or just typically people call in just to chastise one or two of them? You, you, are you condemning all of them? Yes, because all of them have the same mindset. When all of them have human rights violations, I'll give you I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Last year, when I wanted to go up to the city council and they had cops on there, yeah. and this was around the pandemic, their CV COVID virus, right. and they and they uh, tried to mail mail me. It said, you can't go up. Hmm. Cliff was on the city council meeting, but Lisa was, right. Campo, right. the mayor. So do you think uh, that they were sent to, do you think they were isolating and doing it only to you or just in general? Was that just an yes, anti- Yes, I, I believe that I was... Uh, ostracized, uh, ostracized on your own or, or anyone else would have been... T- oh, okay, so they're well, targeting well, you. Well, yeah, so I'll give you another what a surprise. example quickly is when I put my application for the transit uh, community committee... Right. They they never looked at it. They Declined. Hired, uh, <laughs> Patricia Declined. And got hit by a car. Yeah. And they put her name on there, and they proved her. When I've been fighting for years for the bus system, what? I, I I'm probably the biggest fighter. And also they they gave a approval. Sometimes the squeakiest wheel gets no grease for a pay raise. You what? know my debacle with Midtown Towers. I don't know. I, well, I guess I do. I, I oh. all kinds of stuff. Right. They have the right. They have the. Uh, uh, but Jason, look, I gotta, go, I gotta go. I know you said you were, look. You said it. Uh, I'm sorry that you feel that way about City Council. Uh, I don't know what to say. One wants to do one thing. One wants to do another. Uh, I, I, I just we're we're so divided across the country. We're cr- well, so divided in Washington. Well, I, well, we're divided at City Hall. That's not how I feel. It's the truth. And then they can't speak the truth because they don't have the passion. All right. All right. I, I, if you're okay. going to change things, you got to have passion. That's you right. got to fight. And I've been fighting for 43 years. 40, so I have a still record has bed behind bugs. me. And you can look Gotta at my beat record those bed and bugs. look at what I say. All right. Well, Jason, thank you very much. God bless you. I got to go, too. Jason. I got to go. I got to go. <sighs> it gets to the point where you don't have anything left. I, you know, hey, the President of the United States is a crime. You know, I don't have any. Let's see if this might be... No, it's somebody... Is this uh, Mr. Giuliani? No, it's somebody else, because Giuliani's not listening to the show. Hi, you're in the air. Hello. Oh, I can listen to myself. Watch, look, look. You, you can listen to me in the background. Oh, it was like 10 seconds behind. Let's see if this might be... This is interesting. Is this Mr. Giuliani? No, it's somebody else, because Giuliani's not listening. Now I'm hearing myself twice. From tw- from twenty four seconds ago. This isn't this good radio. Who needs Giuliani when I could just listen to myself from like a minute ago? <laughs> I got him. Sorry, I'm I'm losing it. it. It wasn't him though. I didn't say Giuliani. But uh, anyway, what what a crazy world. Uh, by the way, I'm reading something today that uh, uh, Jeff Graham has left here. Today's gas prices have hit a new uh, record. AAA says it's $4.87. You know, this, this story, you might as well just do a copy and paste in this story every day. This story gets worse every day. I mean, tomorrow, you could just, like, look, tomorrow's news will say, today's gas prices hit a new record. It's like our weather. 
you know, Watertown, you know, oh, we set a new record. What was that? Uh, crack deaths in one weekend? <clears throat> or just, you know, it's, it's cold again. Now the whole country gets to celebrate a new record every day. It doesn't matter where you are. It's a new record. California might be a higher, you know, gas pr- uh, price, but it's going to beat the last record, which was the day before. It's so sad what's happening right now. And I was listening to some pundit somewhere that says, well, they just want us to buy electric cars. <laughs> no, they just want us to go broke. You know that line in uh, uh, Doctor Who or Doctor No? Was it Doctor No? Doctor No was the first uh, 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 James Bond movie. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm all over the place. It was uh, King Midas, whatever. Goldfinger. And Goldfinger gets uh, you know, the, uh, James Bond set up in like a table saw, and he's about to cut him in half. And it was going to go right up his groin. It was going to be a horrible death. And uh, Sean Connery says, oh, do you want me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I want you to die. <laughs> that's what, that's what the, they just want us to go away. I would, lo- I would just love, I mean, if you could put Joy Behar in charge right now. Says, Joy Behar, you are running the country right now. She would turn herself into Elizabeth Montgomery as Bewitched and snap her fingers. Oh, no, check that. Would, would rub, uh, no, snap her fingers. Is that what she did? No, she did something with her lips. She jingled up her lips, and she would, she would erase every Republican, Republican male especially, off the face of the earth, if she could. And she, like I said, I know I sound like a broken record. She said that she would be doing it in the best interest of our, to save our democracy. That, that's the world we live in right now. I know that's a hypothetical, but if it could happen, it could. And yes, we have someone on the line. Hi, who's this? Hello, Glenn with two ends. It's, uh, it's the guy that we were listening to earlier, but you couldn't hear me. I don't know no, what happened there. That's correct. I, I figured that out. Right. Uh, the reason it's calling is like one is something that's really cool in Wiretown. Right. Is uh, Conram. You have to be careful saying Conram. Yeah. Uh, I don't they know built why the do. train tracks. They rebuilt the train tracks. Uh, I might be getting ago. Giuliani in a little bit here, so don't don't. Yeah, no, I'll be okay. quick. Don't take it personally. Okay. So anyhow, they got these new pins they're putting in. Right. Because after they built the train tracks, yeah, the pins came up like about two or three inches. Right. And so uh, now they're going to restyle them with bolts. Um, lug, or what, how do you call it? Like, uh, the big... Um, uh, come out it doesn't it. matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, we got Juli- um, t- um, two um, minutes to Julian. things called? I don't know what it's called. Leg bolts. A light bolt. Gotcha. Leg bolts. Worst conversation. So they're replacing the pins right. that were popping up after they all came out after the brand new... Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, that is a good advancement. It is. I guess so. So, have any trains derailed on your on your watch, or is that about to happen? No, Will we have a, a chemical spill? They, they have derailed. That was part of the problem. Is right. Those old square bolts would pop up. Right. We do have a corner down there. Right. We have a what down there? Big. What, what do we have down there? I thought you said cornea. <laughs> what, what do we no, have? No, Never no. mind. What, so, yeah. is this concern you? Should we call up the uh, channel? Should we call up Jeff Nelson right now? Oh, no, he's gone. Should we call the, uh, Jeff Cole, the other Jeff? And tell them yeah, that this is going to happen. Transition about the bolt. Just tie today. a yellow bolt on the old Conrail line. It seems to be a thing you shouldn't say, but we should anyway. Put it on the line. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. And then I'm going to give another uh, heads up. Yeah. Uh, there's some bad news, like people are saying about citizens advocates. They're right. going to be coming here to Wiretown. It's okay. And there was like some like not healthy news, like right. up in Augsburg, right. mental health urgent right. care facilities slow down and pace of demand. Okay. Right. Um, but it's like there's stuff going up in Augsburg where people, you know, you don't, unless you go there and know it, right. don't talk crap. Hmm. 
And so there, people in Augsburg say, no, that place is fake. Right. And it's like, no, it's not fake. I mean, that is a great organization. It is a great organization. But I, if like, I lived you know, in Augsburg, I would need some mental health of my own. I can tell you that much. Okay, look, I got to go. But those are the two things. So we got we got loose bolts on the Conrail uh, tracks near you, which was replaced by uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Bolts. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, we should feel we should have more respect for the people living in Augsburg. Is that is that the lesson of the day? Uh, yeah, correct their language. Got okay. I understand. All right, gotcha. All right, well, okay, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Where have we gone? Have we answered a life's problems right now? Is by the way, is Andrew Giuliani calling in today? I don't really know. I did talk about gas prices. Uh, you know, it's funny because I'll bring this up with Andrew Giuliani in a little bit here. Hopefully, that during the Queen's Jubilee, uh, it was the, her great grandson there. What's his name? Louis. Louis. Or Lois. I forget his name. Uh, but they were comparing him to a young Giuliani for hilariously stealing the show uh, back in 1994 when his father had just won. Uh, uh, for the f- his first term as mayor of New York City. Uh, so you know, he was covering his ear. They were talking about the great-grandson. Is, is it Lewis? Is that his name? Uh, it, you know what happened to me earlier? I told you my computer went completely black, like my coffee. And uh, I, I, everything was printed black. Uh, the, the letters, instead of being black over white, are now white over black. And then some of them are red over black. So now I can't, now it's like looking at, like, you know, like I feel like I'm an LSD right now. I can't read this. So I'm looking quickly for the kid's, the great-grandson's name, and I'm pretty sure it's, oh, it is. It's the first two words. Prince Louis drew comparisons to a young Andrew Giuliani. That's pretty clever. But here's the real important stuff here, and I don't even know how, I grabbed this off the Internet before I got on there. But uh, John Zogby, who I, believe it or not, did something with back in 1989 when I was working at Channel 50, when he was just getting started. We did a survey there. And uh, he called the emergence of the former New York City mayor's son in number one position remarkable and the product of a bruising battle involving Republican competitors uh, Zeldin, Astorino, and, of course, uh, uh, Harry Wilson. Uh, they refer to as an upstate millionaire. So in a recent survey, Zogby said on his website in a series of stunning new findings, uh, they find that uh, Andrew Giuliani, some of, as we know, son of Rudy Giuliani, has widened his lead over Zeldin. So they put it uh, as uh, Giuliani's, and again, this is based on Zogby. This isn't some fly-by-night, uh, you know, this isn't uh, one of the colleges down there, Quinnipiac, which I could barely you know, pronounce, as you can see. But uh, that's interesting. So I wanted to share that with him. He's not calling. I don't know why. And now i got to check my phone. Sometimes, and, and it happened today, J- uh, Jeff was doing his show, and someone accidentally called Jeff on his cell number. But no one's calling me, and no one sent me an email. What is the number again? What's the stu- it doesn't have the studio number. No, I don't get that either. I get all types of other stuff that means nothing. So let's do this. Let's do a commercial break. Uh, you're listening to the Live at Five show, because I was kind of ready to talk to Andrew at this point. But uh, I'm like uh, Tessio in the end of Godfather 1. It's like, that's, that screws up all my arrangements. I can't go either, Sally. Tell Michael is, I always liked him. It was strictly business. Tom. Can you get me off the hook? All time's sake. Can't do it, Sally. Sorry. Anyway, let's do a break. You're listening to the Live 5 Show. We'll be back. Roof looking old. Oh, you're back. Ah, welcome back. All right, so I reached out. We should be getting a phone call here in a little bit. If not, I get it. But I just texted. I texted somebody. We'll see what happens. See what happens in the real world. You think other people have this? You think uh, Tucker Carlson has this problem? I doubt it. 
or uh, uh, Sean Hannity or Laura Ingram who cuts off her people all the time. Thank you, Senator. It should just like disappear. You know, I noticed that also watching a lot of the finals. Uh, and by the way, the Rangers play uh, Tampa Bay tonight. That that series is uh, it might be tied tonight if Tampa wins it. Not that I'm a hockey fan, but boy, I tell you what, a lot of good hockey lately, including last night. Uh, even though it was the final game of a four-game sweep, uh, the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche came back uh, at the last uh, in the last period and, uh, and won in overtime. It was incredible. It's, it's amazing to me. I, I, I'm I'm not a big hockey fan, but they are clearly the greatest athletes and how they do that. It's just amazing. Uh, so what was I just talking about? Uh, I was talking about another sport, but whatever. I'm just I I got I kind of got thrown off here. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, let's see if it, at this point I'm, I'll just keep monitoring the phones and talk about whatever you want to talk about here. Give me a couple of minutes just in case because I just texted him out a couple of moments ago. But I, and again, if any any geek can tell me how I can change the settings on my on my desktop computer where I, I am I am now I'm looking at it when I go back to here. Of course, it's black as opposed to a, a white background, and I don't know why anyone in their own, in their right mind would ever want that. Because it's so difficult to see, and it just changes your whole mindset when you, you know, even though I couldn't find the cursor, I, I just felt like Helen Keller for a moment, and I still don't know how I did it. You ever get into that rut? Technology is to the point where if you change a single setting, and in most cases by accident, you're screwed. You have no idea. Remember, a couple, about a month ago or so, I could not get, I couldn't make phone calls Adam off my phone. I could receive them. I could do everything else. I can I can go online, and I was boasting about how I changed uh, carriers. I went from Verizon, for, for after decades, after paying them thousands and thousands of dollars, and the moment I went back with to them to ask them for you know help, like they, they, I was like you know the prodigal son. They didn't want to see me. So oh, why are you even here? And of course that's you know I'm looking at the face a face of an employee that wasn't there when I signed up with Verizon 20 years ago and even if he was there he still wouldn't care about me walking back in that's just the nature of the game I get that but as it turned out I went back to I went to uh, Spectrum who I I thought I'd get some help from because I just signed on with them and they encouraged me to go to Best Buy and Best Buy has the Geek Squad there so long story short no one knew what was going on until finally, one day, by accident, again, there's that word again, I actually realized that there was one thing off in the setting. It was such a simple thing. And I hit it, and sure enough, it was working. No one knew what the problem was. And, yes, this is Andrew Giuliani. How are you doing, sir? Fine. How are you? Great to be on with you again. Good, good, good. Where are you, down, where are you at, if you don't mind me asking? Right now, I'm in Staten Island, so in the southernmost part of New York State. That's awesome. Now, listen, did you, have, you heard, have your ears been ringing? Because they made a comparison across the pond because great-grandson Lewis, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, they made comparisons to you from when you were there at your father's inauguration in, in New York City in 1994. That's outstanding. You know, Great timing, by the way. You know, I made a statement. I said, Louie, you know, you got to go <laughs> get him. You know, it's, uh, I'm, uh, you know, to me, they always said that I was, uh, you know, at that thing, a little bit of a pain in the you-know-what. And but, now you can ask the Democrats. I'm an even bigger pain than you know what. So. I, I guess you are. So you're getting noticed, and you're not just it's just some kid in the crowd. You you know you you got noticed just like uh, uh, the future King Lewis uh, got noticed yesterday. Uh, but here's here's the thing. Um, again, uh, you and I have talked back and forth. No one actually knew the data. No one knew what poll to look at or pay attention to. Yeah. But I happen to know John Zogby from when he first began when I was up here in 1989. Yeah. So when you know we're talking when we talk John Zogby, we mean a very tight survey, 
and his survey, yeah. at least the recent one, you can go over this if you want, uh, Andrew, uh, looks pretty good in your favor in, uh, for this race for, uh, that's coming up against Lee and the other guys. Yeah, Glenn, I really love where we're positioned three weeks. I can't believe it's three weeks until Election Day on June 28th. But I love the way everything is breaking for us. Obviously, we have the beats coming up. There'll be one on Monday on CBS at 7 p.m. that I'm very excited about. We've been pushing for a debate in western New York and in the north country. We did get one in western New York. The other candidates agreed to in Rochester. Mm. That'll be on Newsmax on June 21st. Nice. So I'm very excited about the fact that we'll be able to make this as transparent as possible for New Yorkers. I know for a long time Lee wanted to this list to be about a coronation. For us, we said very simply, this needs to be a choice on June 28th for the 2.9 million registered Republicans, and I love the way that it's breaking for us three weeks before Election Day. Yeah, the Utica-based Democratic pollster said that Giuliani leads with a 35%, Zeldin at 25%, Astorino at 17 and Harry Wilson, who, by the way, I've had the opportunity to meet him, very nice guy, I'm sure you have as well, Andrew, uh, he's only at 12%. But let me just throw something out there, and this is just a strategy thing. The ads that uh, that excuse me Wilson are doing are so anti-Zeldin. They really are. So it's it's Wilson that's in fourth place at this point. But his ads and his money is actually taking down what he thought was going to be the forerunner. So I got to ask you: Does yeah. that work for you, Andrew? Well, look, you know, I, my my idea is really presenting a positive vision and a positive action plan for New York. I think that Rob and I think Harry, uh, while. I, they not agree with uh, all the things that they do. Uh, you know, look, I think they're men of integrity. Lee, I think, has, you know, kind of consistently told lies to New Yorkers, and Harry's pointing that out, Frank. Uh, but to me, I'd much rather talk about the action plan starting on day one for New York, how we repeal bail reform, how we fire DAs like Alvin Bragg, how we actually lower our taxes from being one of the highest in the country, and how we stop this flow of out-migration and actually make New York an economic leader again rather than a laughing stock where people are leaving for Florida, right. Texas, or Tennessee. Right. That's, that's what New Yorkers are really concerned about, not what Andrew Giuliani thinks of Lee or Harry thinks of Lee or this or that. So for me, it's so important to continue to focus on what I can do starting on day one for the state of New York. Now, the, 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 the governor herself came out with a statement yesterday that would uh, essentially you know, uh, create new legislation to get rid of, or uh, not allow, I should say, and other things that she talked about as far as uh, gun control. Uh, now, again, we have a big uh, uh, a race up here coming for a big primary, I should say. Three Republicans are running to be our Jefferson County sheriff. The current one is retiring. All right, so, but I asked each of them, and they say the, most, the biggest concern, uh, amongst other things, is crime, the rise in crime, the drug use in upstate New York. But the other one, certainly recently, especially because of what we've been hearing from the governor and others, is whether or not they'll have an ability to get a pistol permit. So that's, just, that's a big issue in upstate New York. What say you about yeah. that and what uh, Ockel said yesterday, Andrew? Well, I'm, I'm a big believer in our Second Amendment rights. And frankly, our First Amendment rights, too, is I've heard uh, Ockel's solution is to curb speech. I think that's the exact opposite approach. I would much rather see sheriffs and I'd much rather see our local law enforcement completely funded. It's why when I propose my anti-crime plan, what I said very clearly is I would create a $5 billion pot, state-funded pot, so that way any local or municipal or county law enforcement office that has been defunded or needs more resources will be able to uh, actually tap into the state to get those resources. I, I look at it this way. New York has a $220 billion budget compared to Florida's $98 billion right, budget. Right. We need to cut all across the board, but the one place where I will not compromise 
is cutting our law enforcement. We need to fully fund and actually increase the funding from the prior highs for our law enforcement. So that way they can go after drug addiction. And that way they can, by the way, get the illegal weapons off the street that said drug dealers are using. Those are the weapons we want to go after. We want to go after the weapons that drug dealers and actually those who are going to commit these crimes are using, not legal gun owners and their Second Amendment rights. So, But you look at it as like so many other people. Obviously, these are, these are concerns, especially after Buffalo, what happened in Texas. We, we all want answers to all this. But do you, like many other people, look at this as a continuous distraction to what's really gone wrong with the Democrats and, for that matter, the leadership right here from Hochul? Well, it, it's certainly something that uh, needs to be addressed. And I, I look at this, uh, I would say, uh, along with funding our police, I would also look at making sure that we had something similar to an air marshals program in our schools. That way, not only you have an armed guard in schools, but right. maybe you have somebody in classroom 204 or 307, mm-hmm. somewhere where a, an active shooter potential wouldn't know. Tony, you, you do that, you will not have active shooters that will come in anywhere near as frequently as we have seen. With that being said, right. it actually is quite rare when you look at the statistics on this. It obviously burns in the mind. It's so tragic whenever something like this happens. But I do think it's one of those things that Hochul and Biden have said, you know what, we're not going to now look at bail reform. We're not going to look at the issues that actually most New Yorkers are being hurt hurt by. And we're going to take this issue that they look at as politically expedient to continue to encroach upon our Second Amendment rights. That to me is uh, it's just wrong, and I find it unconstitutional, frankly, Glenn. Well, of course. And in addition to that, there's a, there's a couple of things to look forward to or look at right now. There's a recall going out, or will as soon, yep. for Gascon and the other guy up in San Francisco. Uh, that will tell a lot. What say you about that? Is Gascon going to be pushed out, uh, just like uh, uh, the governor against uh, Schwarzenegger years ago? And what would that tell yep. you if, in fact, they make moves out there in Los Angeles and San Francisco? Well, I'm certainly hopeful that they do recall him. Obviously, we don't have recall. No, we don't. We should. New York. Yeah. It's, it's something that uh, I actually had a petition uh, for earlier this year. Uh, and the pledge that I've made is even though we don't have a citizen's recall, the governor under Article 8, Section 13B of the New York State Constitution can remove any of the district attorneys around the state of New York that are not faithfully executing their oath of office. Right. I would look at Alvin Bragg in New York City as a perfect example of a guy who has reclassified entire categories of crime, hence not actually faithfully uh, discharging his duties that he swore. And mm-hmm. I would immediately begin by giving him his pink slip on day one or any other district right. attorneys that chose not to prosecute resisting arrest or armed robbery. In short, Glenn, I will absolutely be watching, and I'm hopeful uh, that the people of San Francisco actually uh, you know, see Wake the humanity up. in all yeah, this. Right. Well, just the fact that they're actually pursuing it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. They almost, they just had a recall for the governor again, uh, but that didn't work out. But nonetheless, it's good to see that they're pushing in that direction because this is this is insane. The the special that Tucker Carlson did about suicide in Los Angeles is, is unbelievable. Beautiful city. I'm sure you've been there, but it's it's out of control. All right, so the good news is you're uh, you're, you're ahead by a, a legitimate surveyor, that, uh, a, a pollster, I should say. That's uh, uh, John Zogby. Been around forever. But in addition to that, now you've got three debates. Did you say three debates are coming up uh, real soon? They've got to be coming right. up. Go ahead. We have one on CBS uh, next Monday, the 13th. We have one on Newsmax on the 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I believe we have one on Spectrum on the 20th, although that one keeps on getting moved around. So we'll, say, we'll pencil in the 20th. You can pen in 
mm-hmm. June 13th on CBS and June 21st on Newsmax for those two debates. And we're hopeful that there'll be three debates as well. Yeah, and I'm sure they're all uh, streamed in some fashion so people up here can see that, which is awesome. So, okay, one, one last question. When are you going to be up here next? So we're looking at probably next week at some point. Okay. If not, then right before the Rochester debate. Uh, I would love to come on right before. And as sure. a matter of fact, uh, America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani will be taking a trip uh, certainly to Syracuse, and we are thinking up to Watertown as well. Because, well, we'd uh, love that. Obviously, that would be great. That would be, it'd be absolutely great. That would be awesome. Actually, your father did come up here when uh, when he was going to go run for senator back here, up here rather, in 2000. So we'd like to see him up again. Andrew Giuliani, thank you for calling in, and congratulations on the Zogby Bowl, and we'll talk to you real soon. Glenn, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. No, thank you, Andrew. Thank you again. Andrew Giuliani here on the Live at Five Show. Got to do a break. We'll do that right now. We'll be back after these messages right after this. Don't go away. The headlines are clear. Johnny always leaves the leader at the end. I don't know why. He leaves like two, three seconds at the end of every spot he does. And he throws me off like you wouldn't believe. And that guy sounds like a, 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 a sales dude from another dealership, and I get him mixed up. Sorry. I'm all over the place. I don't know what to tell you. I'm compulsive, and the worst were actually in good ways. The worst ways that'd be dangerous, but I just I find those. I, I, I hear the cadence and the nature of people's voices and the similarities all the time. I, I have a brother-in-law who sounds just like Tim Ryan, who used to be an announcer for CBS Sports. And by the way, just as a footnote, Ju- Giuliani's talking about CBS. What, he, what, what I think he's saying, I'm pretty sure, is that he's talking about Channel 2 CBS, WCBS done, and I guarantee you the network's not carrying that debate. That's Channel 2 CBS out of New York. So it's just a miscue there. I'm just going to go out on the record. Let's go to the phone see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing? What's happening? Nice interview with Mr. Giuliani. What's that? Oh, th- oh, oh good, good. Nice, nice interview with Mr. Giuliani. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, my question is, I listened to the Jeff Graham show today. Right. Jeff Graham. And they had the... Must be rainy. Monkey show coming up on Thursday. Yeah. What monkey show? Democrats. Oh, what are you talking? Oh, uh, you mean the Jan- 6th. January 6th. Yeah, I heard your call. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. The whole thing is, is that they're not sanctioned. No. And the one thing I want to know is why isn't Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of Washington right. being called in be testified to the fact that President Trump authorized 20,000 troops. Right. And they both said no. Whoopee Why crazy. aren't they being asked? Right. Well, okay, I, it's an obvious answer, and I know you know this answer, but when the Democrats, when, when a one, I shouldn't even say Democrats, when one party runs their own show, uh, literally, in this case, it's going to be from the producer of a British guy that used to produce Good, Good Morning America, the show that you're referring yep. to as a monkey show. Uh, when they have that influence and power over the development of, the, of this uh, tribunal, if you will, and I think you were alluding to that, uh, that's, mm-hmm. what, that's when you eliminate the people that in your situation deem necessary, like Pelosi and the mayor of Washington, D.C. But that's exactly the opposite of what they're going to do. And that's because if you run your own show, you're going to run it your way, and you don't want to incriminate yourself. It's like someone going on, their, on, on, on the stand and, and testifying on their own behalf. If you feel you don't have to do that, don't, because you have control over anything else. So if Pelosi goes out there, she's just subjecting herself to that, that, that variable that she can avoid altogether because she's running this right now. That's the answer. Exactly. Sure. I'm sorry, but Mr. Francis, yeah. when he said we were going to get the truth, right. well, of course we're not, not going to get the truth. We're not going to even get close to it. You, I'm sorry. One thing I could... It is just a sham. 
you, you know, this is a two-year plan they have. They, they have a two-year plan. And th- remember, the other, I was talking to some guy that's going to run up against, uh, as a Republican against uh, 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 Schumer, and he doesn't stand a chance. But at that point, I, his Joe, Joe Pinion is his name. Good guy. Worked at Newsmax. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can get his gig back there again because he's a good-looking dude. He's a football player. He should be in front of a camera. And I wish him well in politics. But it's not going to happen. We all know that. But he oh, no. said he's t- talked about the day after January 7th. Remember, January 6th was one thing. And the very next day was the, uh, was the special election in the state of Georgia where, you know, once again, the Republicans missed that day, too, because of January 6th, in my opinion. And, and that's what made the Senate what it is today, a 50-50 draw. Then you've got Kamala Harris to break the tie, thanks to Manchin and Cinema. A lot of things didn't get passed. Mm-hmm. But at that point, remember what Schumer said, we're going to transform, we're going to change America. And, and that's yep. what he meant. And he has two years to do it because he knew at the end of two years they're probably going to lose uh, the House and more than likely going to lose the Senate, although I still think that's not a chance. Uh, because if anyone, if anyone thinks Dr. Oz has a chance to win in the state of Pennsylvania, you, you are gravely mistaken. Because if you I'm watch open. two seconds of the 2,000 mules thing, the most corrupt state in the land is the state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So this is why it's so important for them to get a new variant. I'm talking about the Democrats. I don't want to sound like Jason Trainer here. That, uh, that, that they're going to come up with a new variant sometime a little bit after Labor Day, and they're going to tighten up on, on, on rules because they, can't, they know they're going to lose the House. They can't lose the Senate. But that said, the two-year period that we're in right now was their only opportunity to put as many people in jail as possible to make sure, obviously, that Donald Trump does not run for office in 2024. Exactly. That's the well, how about the guy that... And no one's going to go to jail, on my opinion. January 5th, yeah. saying, we're going to storm the Capitol. Right. And all the people from the Trump campaign going, no, fed, right. fed, well, fed. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And, and again, who could forget... And it's on tape. Who could forget Ray Epps, the guy that uh, Tucker keeps on bringing up, and other operatives yep. that were obviously part of the plan. Again, all part of the two-year plan. Once, once Election Day was settled, exactly. like a week later... Uh, and, you know, everyone said, oh, Trump's going to win at 1 o'clock in the morning. Everyone woke up the next day with a really bad hangover because that yeah, wasn't well, going to happen. Well, when the suitcases came out from underneath exactly. the table. Yeah, and, and again, you know, Danny oh, can call in and say it's all substantiated. When you count the, the same fake votes twice, three times, four, five, six times, it's still the same results. It's still fake. Exactly. It, it should never have happened. Can anyone answer me one simple question? And I asked this question again and again and again. Why was there a net difference of 17 million votes from 2016 to 2020? The only answer I can get is, well, mail-in balloting made it easy for people to get out and vote. What, are you kidding me? Well, yes, it did. Are you you kidding me? No, it didn't. You can't come up with 17 million more votes because you made it more convenient. It meant that they were were harvesting the ballots. That's what it was all about. And, and, and then when you have control in the epicenters, the urban settings, when you have willing executioners to do this, that's what's going to happen. We are living with the biggest thing since Benedict Arnold. We are, this, this, makes, this makes Watergate look like, I can't even tell you what it looks like. It's, it's monumental that we're, on, we're governed by a guy that shouldn't be there right now. Holy mackerel. Disinformation. Starring Glenn Curry. What's that now? Let's start pumping oil. Uh, we're not going to do that. And by the way, I didn't even ask Giuliani about you know doing that. I, I, I wish him well. I wish any one of these Republicans well, uh, for not only for the primary, but against uh, uh, yeah. uh, you know Miss Miss Hochul there, uh, Hochul sexuals who love her. Yeah. 
And uh, and I, I came up with that today. I should coin that. Hocosexuals. There you go. It's better than chromosexuals. <laughs> you got it before Jeff. Did. Yeah, I, no, I told him. He was envious. It's like, gee, I should have gotten that one. 755. I'm going to steal that one from Glenn Curry. I got to kill him first, but uh, anyway, Glenn, turn around. I got I got to hit you over the head or something. <laughs> I'm losing control. Anyway, I appreciate your phone call. I know you're concerned, but you know the deal. There's no way that we're going to look. Well, look what happened to uh, Sussman, the guy who it was uh, who had yeah. his own trial there in the Beltway in D.C. There was no way he was going to be convicted. He he didn't go up no. in, in in his own uh, uh, recognizance. He didn't He's go up on the stand. It's guilty as sin. He admitted it. He admitted he lied to the FBI, and he still got off. And then he goes out there. This exonerates oh, me. I said, first of all, Mr. Sussman, your your forehead's bigger than than the guy from that cartoon with the father of the family. What were they called? The Expendables? Oh, the, the Fantastic? What the hell were they called? The Wonderfuls? Uh, America, the, the impenetrable. He's the CIA guy. No, no, he just—he's he, got the forehead of the father, you know. Or he's got a bigger forehead than uh, Kevin James from King of oh. Queens, <laughs> who also looks like the guy from the cartoon. I can't remember. Anyway, thank you, sir. Thank you for the call. Okay, I'll talk. Have a good one. You, you right, too. Bye. And this is Bobby Danny. No, it's not. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Who's this? You hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Okay, good. Uh, Glenn. You know, I, I'm speaking for Francis. Okay, I can't. But when you're when you start when you talk about QAnon, I didn't talk about you, QAnon. I, I don't even I know, know how to pronounce it. I know, I know you didn't. But if you do, yeah. you've lost me. Oh, you're and saying I'm you, a conspiracy theorist? That's what you're saying. No, 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 no. But when you talk about QAnon, you've lost me. And number two, when you talk about the election, is you know the way you're talking is. You've lost me. Can I ask You've you, if I've lost me. you, can I ask you one last question before I lose you officially? Yes, sir. Can you, why, why is it there was a 17 million difference in terms of votes? You see, you've lost me. Well, you wait know, a minute, I want an answer. Give me an answer. Give me an answer. Why? Can you answer that? Do you know what Rosebud was? Rosebud? Sorry, the trigger thing. You see, it's, it's insanity. No, it's, it's not. Insanity. I'm looking for an answer. Why was there a difference? Did we get that many more vote people? How many votes? How many votes did uh, Biden win over Trump? Uh, I think it's 12 million or 10 million, something okay. like that. Yeah. So, is, uh, end of the end of story. No, Why no, but no, no, but you're missing my point. By the way, did you see 2,000 mules? No. Okay. No. Of course not. It's rubbish. No, of course, no, of course not. But but listen, <laughs> uh, you know, I you, you that's my only point. You've lost me on those two points. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about. Uh, you know, it's over. I mean, Roy Orbison, nineteen seventy-two. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no. All right. So let me ask: Are you? Do you call yourself an independent? Uh, it's none of my business. But where do you lean, left or right of center? I'm All not right, your, I'm not your tail. Completely open. Uh, you know, you know me. I'm from Boston, right? Oh, Boston! That's I should have known that. Uh, yes. Of course, you are. Uh, by the way, are I you am. Irish? <laughs> are you? Are you? Uh, are you of Irish descent? By the way, just curious. Uh, my wife is a hundred percent, and I am like, uh, you know, uh, Irish, English, Scottish. Gotcha. All right. Okay. But I, oh, I'm sorry uh, to no, lose I, you on I this, gotta, but okay. But you can't answer my question. Progressive. Okay. There you are. Of course. East Way Coast. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but I'm open-minded. I listen to your show. You've got to be. If you call yourself a progressive and you listen to this show, you've got to be open-minded. Well, 
listen, I'm from, I'm from, my roots are from up there, so I need to know what's going on. Right, right, right. But then you have to sift through my, you know, right-wing conspiracy theories. That's pretty tough for someone like, you know, with your ideology. I got to admit that. Come on now. It's like, you're not going to learn, you're not, I'm, first of all, I never gave the weather report up here. I, I don't say which pothole to avoid. I don't say, you know, what, 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 what's going, I rarely talk about city politics, and I should. So you're not learning much about local stuff around here, to be quite honest. No, but I'm I'm listening to the people, to the people, right? And, which which you know you're an implant. I know, but I that's why I listen, right? And uh, I ca- I care about what what people are thinking and feeling. And there are Republicans. I'm I, are we skewed though? I do think WATN uh, is this speak for the North Country. Or ah. is this speak for WATN and ah, good. You know that's a good question. Uh, is it okay? Are we leaning towards you know uh, Sean Hannity uh, ideology or Jeff Cole ideology, or for that matter? And I say this because we know Channel Seven is clearly left of center. Uh, the Watertown Daily Times, and I can't believe I'm saying this. By the way, when you lived here, the Watertown Daily Times was a Rockefeller institution. It was Republican. And by that Rockefeller, I meant they did go on both sides of the aisle, but they were staunch Republicans. And today, they are operated by a bunch of implants from Syracuse and other areas who could care less about this area, don't know anything about this area. One of their writers always boasts about where he's from in the Finger Lakes, for crying out loud. And yet, they are left of center these days. Can you, in your, can you believe that, sir, that, that the newspaper went in that direction? Does that surprise you? Well, I delivered the papers uh, all through the 60s, and... Uh uh, you know, I don't know. I, I never, I don't know. Read I the papers. We got along. We, the Republicans, the Democrats, whatever, there wasn't this polarization. Well, that I know. Today. It's awful. It's totally awful. But like I said, when I say, for instance, when Joy Behar, if she could do the bewitch thing and er- just remove every Republican male off the face of the earth, would you, would you believe that she would, she would do that if she had the power? Is that a crazy thing to say? I don't, well, I don't know her. Well, you know, and I don't know her either, but I know what she says, and I know how she feels about, you know, conservatives like me. I mean, again, at the end of the day, when you hear the president go on and on, and for that matter, the General Milley there speak on, you know, they're not talking about terrorists coming from Yemen or Iran or Iraq. They're talking about domestic terrorists. And now we find out that this whole charade that they're going to start on Thursday, now they want to change the Electoral College as a result of this. Well, listen, I know you're listening to Trump, and Trump is saying, come on. Come on, we've got to vote for me. DeSantis sucks. DeSantis is a jerk. Sorry. DeSantis is the only guy that can run against them, and everyone wants DeSantis to win because they know Trump can't win this because the left hates him that much that they'll do anything in their power to restrict him from getting into office again. They were caught with their pants down in 2016, just like we were in 2001, and they will never allow anyone to enter the cockpit again. That's the bottom line. I'm on fire, by the way. What's that now? Do you want Trump? You want Trump back in power? Uh, I would love to have Trump back in power, but there's there's something like you know. Remember in uh, Animal House, you had the devil on one side or the other. It's like, oh yeah, do it, do it, do it. And the other says, no, better not, because if if you get what you want, the 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 country's going to go into a civil war. It's going to get really bad, my friend. It really is. Yeah, and listen, I I am not a Biden lover at by. I hope means. not. I, I hope not. not. No, what's not. that a love? I, but. Guy looks like he's pissed off all the time. Like he's got to well, take, like, depends or something. I don't know what it is. Holy mackerel. Well, Jeepers. Listen, I, the I, guy I, didn't even want to run. 
he thought he could just go off with his crackhead son and make millions of dollars going to the sunset. And then all of a sudden he realizes, like, you know, just like Michael Corleone and, and Godfather 3, that they, they could keep bringing me back because there was no one else that they could trust. A bunch well, of people half know. his age, they still didn't like Kamala Harris. And then he puts her one heartbeat away from the presidency of the United States. Do you like country, that? I know. Country's in a mess. But Dave Mance. What are you going to do? Dave Mance. The other day, Dave, I came up here, and, and Dave Mance, great man, great businessman, great father, great everything. Yeah. Great community guy. Everything. But somehow the Dave Mance, the most right-of-center Republican I ever met in my life up until the point when I met him in 1990, all of a sudden comes here, what, 20-something years later, uh, actually 30-something years later, that's how long I've known Dave, and he actually goes out on a limb and says Biden's doing a good job and that Kamala Harris would be a great president. Oh, and here's another thing, uh, that crazy man that looks like uh, the blow-up doll in, in, a, in a parking lot at a car sale. What's his name? Beto. Beto O'Rourke. He thinks he'd be a great president, too. And I'm like, am I losing my mind? Is this... Am I living a, a Babylon B moment right now? I, Is this kind of camera? I can't. I can't imagine who 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 will uh, sit in that chair. You know, next election. I I don't know. Is anybody stepping forward well, that makes any sense? With the one thing we do know, you're right. The one thing we do know is that the Democrats are not so much concerned with who they're going to run. They they're concerned with who we're going to run. And that's why this, this, what the monkey trial, whatever it was referred to earlier, is going to start happening this Thursday. Meanwhile, gas is going to go over $7 by August, uh, by Labor Day. Uh, you know, we immigration issue, we, we have 50000 and another, another uh, 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 round pin, coming up. Are you pinning? You can't pin that up. Yes, you can. Of course you can. They weren't coming here when Trump was president. He was building a wall. What's the matter with Boston? Do they keep you from learning stuff that's actually happening in the world? <laughs> that's why you don't want it. That's why I'm losing you. I ask you a question. What, what, what's wrong with this thing? Why can't you explain 17 million votes difference? Well, I don't need to answer that. Well, yes, you do. Someone should answer that question. But no one can. They just as long as no Trump is gone. And I don't think anyone in the North Country can either. I, I like to hear it, though. Well, I mean, what we hear is like, no, it's disinformation. You're, disur- you're distributing th- th- disinformation, Glenn. Okay, disinformation. Like, like I'm brainwashing people. Oh, boy, that Glenn Curry. He's, I, I believe everything he says. You know, that's why we're people. We listen to something, we judge that's it, right. we spit it right out. Yep. So when you say, however, that I'm losing you, you have to have that open-mindedness to go well beyond. By the way, QAnon, I am not a QAnon person. I'm not even close to a QAnon person. If I was, I'd be really worried about myself, to tell you the truth. Really. But you are hanging on to, to, to the election is, is not legitimate. All right. Fair All enough. Right. Fair enough. By the way, uh, do you think the Celtics are going to win the final? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do believe that I'm going to smoke my cigar. <laughs> I thought you were going to smoke a dube, state of Massachusetts. Oh, man. Uh, it's so exciting. I hope you're watching. It's, uh, oh, yeah. No, it's great. No, it is great. It's awesome. It's a great time of year to, uh, to watch sports. You bet. You know, the, All right. All right. Thank Take you, my care, friend. Man. I'll talk to you. Well, there you go. The man from Boston. Please come to Boston. And the lights <coughs> all went down in Massachusetts. They don't know about immigration. They don't care. They got the Boston Globe. <clears throat> all right, we got like 10 seconds left. The, a lively show today. AM 1240 WETN makes us legal. Uh, and uh, by the way, Jeff's show is going to be preempted by this trial, by the way. See you in cinema. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. 
I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Actor Matthew McConaughey got emotional while talking about the school massacre in his hometown of Uvalde, Texas today after meeting with congressional lawmakers about gun reform. CBS's Stephen Portnoy reports. Uvalde-born actor Matthew McConaughey, himself a gun owner, spoke from the briefing room about the week he just spent in his hometown.